Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, romantic comedy goodness, and the awesomest that is manga. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to an episode of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host Zen saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode of this awesome podcast, which you can find at www.spyarkin.com. We're also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Spyarkin. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and various other social media sites. Just type in Spyarkin in the show notes and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. So how are you doing? Hope you're doing well and hope you're excited for another fun-filled and awesome podcast. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or you can tweet me at Spirekin. Besides that, well, hope everyone is doing well, and hope you are excited for all the goodness that is happening right now, because, let's be honest, it's crazy times, new year, and there's so much manga coming out that, well, I'm excited for it, and I hope you are too. Now I'm done with all that babbling, let's actually get to that part that all of you have been waiting for, and that is the manga review of the week. If you remember... Last episode, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated to me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Shinobu Amano and published by Hakushensha. It's also being brought over here by Seven Seas Entertainment. It was actually supposed to come out this week, but it got pushed back a little bit, so take that as you will. If you're looking for this, just got to wait a couple of months for it to come out. Uh, the original run for this series was July 2011 through July 2016, and it was released in Lala Magazine. So that means that there are 11 volumes, and it is a shoujo series. And this series is a, well, it's a romantic comedy drama slice of life series that is pretty popular and is known simply as Last Game. And Last Game is a pretty, well, it's a more wholesome manga that I'm really happy came out. Because it's been a while since we've had mangas that are this wholesome and unique. And more importantly, ones which have such an interesting premise in it where it doesn't just cover one side of things but covers multiple moments in someone's life. The premise of this is simple. You have Naoto Yanagi, and he is this kid who is rich and spoiled. His dad is the president of tons, and I mean tons, of hotels. So he has a lot of money. And he gets what he wants, everyone loves him, and he excels at life. And I don't mean, like, little excelling. I mean, like, he is doing great in school, great in sports. And things are going well for him. Everyone appreciates him and just wants him to be the best he can be and wants to be in his air, in his purview. They want to love him. And just, you know, because he's a cool kid. He's that rich kid who girls want to date, guys want to be hang out with and be buddies, and things are going well for him until one day... A new transfer student comes in, and that is Kujo Makoto. And Makoto is this girl who doesn't seem interested in his flash and awe, and she ignores him when he talks to her. He's like, what the hell is this crap about? Doesn't care. He has his first major test against her, and he's always been number one. Always. And this time, nope, she outshines him. He gets a 97, she gets a perfect score. And he's confused by this, like, what the heck's going on? I'm going to cram school, I have tutors, why is she doing better than me? Maybe it's just a fluke. It's sports day, she beats him by a tenth of a second. All this is driving him nuts. He doesn't understand what's going on. Until one day he actually meets her, because he's like, I'm going to show that I'm better than her. And he discovers the truth, that she is actually from a family that is impoverished. 
her dad died, her mom is all that's left, and her mom works all the time. So what she does is she works hard to better herself for her mom. She wants to be the best she can be so that her mom doesn't have to take care of her, that life is going to be good for her, and that there's going to be no worries, no problems, and she doesn't want to be a burden on her mom. And Yanagi is confused by this, like, what's the deal? Why are you... He's kind of humbled a bit, but... He decides that he is going to be better than her no matter what. And what is he going to do to become better than her? Well, trying it. He's like, I'm going to be number one next time. I'm going to fire all my tutors. I'm going to fire cram school. I'm going to just work hard to be the best I can be. I'm going to work out more so I can beat Cujo. And eventually it gets to middle school's done and they're going into the high school. And he is prepped and ready to go. He's going to the number one high school, an expensive elite school. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm going to see you there and I'm going to kick your butt, right? And Cujo's like, yeah, no, I don't have the money for that. I'm going to a public school. So Yanagi, confused with the fact that his rival is going to another school and he can never prove his superiority, Instead of going to the school which is going to guarantee success in life, he ends up going into the same school as her. He follows her and he's like, oh, it's just a coincidence because I didn't do as good as I did on the test. And he's still going to prove that he's better than her. That's his goal and that's what he's going to do. And he ends up keeps following her and trying to get there. Eventually, as he's talking to the other guys, you start realizing that he's developed besides this one-sided rivalry he's starting to fall in love with her like the girls are flirting with him they say what type of girl do you like and he's like well i don't like girls who have their hairs and pigtails and don't pay attention to me and so obviously he likes her after a bit of time something happens to her mom and he ends up actually helping her out because her mom gets sick and he instead of being selfish and be like oh your mom's dead haha he actually calls his driver and ends up saying listen Get us to the hospital now. She needs help. Because he does care about her. Inagi cares a lot about Kujo and he wants to be with her. He just kind of is really weird at feeling about this. And eventually her mom is like, you know, you're a good friend for my daughter. And he's like, I'm not a friend. I'm just a guy who's her rival. And he realizes that this girl that he's had such a rivalry over, he is in love with. And she has no idea. She can't fathom and understand the concept that he is in love with her, that he's her friend. She's like, oh, I go to work, I go to school, there's this guy that's hanging out with me. Yeah, he bought me a cell phone, but it's not a thing. And everyone's like, you guys are a couple, you realize that. And he's like, no, we're not. He just, um, oh, he's my friend. That's it. You want to be my friend? And so he ends up proposing, let's do one last game. If I win this game, I'm going to put a ring on your finger. Pretty much saying in college, I'm going to make you realize that you love me, that you care about me. And so even though he's being very cunning about this, he can't get past the fact that Makoto's kind of blunt about everything and she's dumb as a board. Not dumb as a board. She's super intelligent. She's just not good at social skills. And so he's made it his mission to prove that he cares about her. She cares about him. And it's fascinating how we see these two develop and fall in love with each other over time. It's a real romance. It's not just a, oh, he sees her, she sees him, they fall in love, they get married, the end. No, it's a real relationship. And there are ups and downs and so much going on. And we do follow them, like I said. It starts off in middle school, then it's high school, then in college we see how everything grows and changes and adapts. And there's so many unique characters besides the two that are following. Like there's the guy who wants to be more popular than Yanagi and likes Kujo, but just as a way to prove that he is better than Yanagi. But then he falls in love with her. And then you have Fujimoto. Fujimoto is best female friend to Kujo, and she's the one that's like, hey, you know that 
he likes you and you like him, right? To Kujo about Yanagi and she doesn't get it. At one point, Fujimoto ends up talking to Yanagi. They go off together. And this is when Kujo starts realizing, hey, I'm getting a little jealous of the situation. But this is a development of this romance. And will they, won't they? I've got to say, it's a story which was invigorating. Because it's been a while since I've read a romance that is this heartfelt, heartwarming, and more importantly, one of these ones that you really want to get more into. And it's happy. That's what i got to say. It's happy. In a way where it's it's got the ups and downs, but it makes you cheer for this couple that maybe they're gonna make it maybe they won't you're not sure but well let's be honest it's gonna be pretty cool what happens to them where they go in the long run and i've got to say one thing that it really just made me interested about this series is that the artwork is spectacular it's classic shoujo and it was made recently but it still has a classic vibe to it and the characters all feel unique and special to themselves. They have little elements that make them engaging and intriguing to themselves. Now, for physical copies, well, I haven't seen a physical copy yet because, like I said, it got pushed back a couple of months. However, I am excited to see what this is going to be. I know our first volume is coming out in a month, but overall, I can't talk about the production quality, but the characters are well done, the story is well done, the art is well done, and it seems like it's getting a legitimate release by Seven Seas Entertainment. So, for that reason, after all of that, I'm going to have to give this our second highest rating and the same one I gave last episode. You guessed it. Borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky. It's really good. The only issue I have with it was that it was pushed backwards by two months. And it is a little formulaic. You do see the beats where it's coming from. There are several twists that are unique and novel. Like the concept that this does follow them through middle school and then goes through to college. I love that aspect. I love the characters. I love that instead of it being the girl chasing the guy, it's the guy chasing the girl. And that is a very, not novel, but more, it just, it's pretty cool to see that that is going on. And I've got to say, it makes me want to read more, and I'd love to read more of what Shinobu Amano wrote. I want to see what her next series is, if she did write another series. And I think this is one of those ones that you definitely should appreciate. And more importantly, it's one of those ones that you should read. Now, if you agree with me or you disagree with me, you can always send me an email. Zayatspirekin.com. Or you can tweet me at spirekin at gmail.com. That's where you can send me if you have any questions or comments or concerns. Or also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash spirekin. Or you can tweet me at spirekin on Twitter. And before I forget, got to do some last-minute shilling. Remember to check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin. And subscribe today. Help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. Also check out our main website at Spirekin.com. That's www.spireken.com. We have all of our podcasts there from our Spirekin Manga Review, our Spirekin Movie Review, Spirekin Game Review, and all those other really awesome podcasts that have been made over the last, well, let's be honest, it started in 2008. It's been 15 years almost. 14 years and two months, give or take. So yeah, getting a little ahead of myself, but remember to check those out. And with that in mind, let's actually get to the next part, which is kind of cool, which is the releases for the week. And these are what came out on Tuesday the 9th. So starting off with something very cool, we have A Galaxy Next Door Volume 4, which was released this week. This one looks like a lot of fun, and it looks... Like, it's going to be one of those ones that is just great. Next, we have Case Closed, Volume 85. Yes, Case Closed, a story of 
Detective Conan is still going on all these years later, and he's still kicking butt. Next we have Dun Dun Dun! Volume 2. Yes, we reviewed this a couple episodes earlier, and this series is getting more and more intriguing as it goes on. More ghosts, more aliens, and the pursuit of a lost pair of golden balls. What do I mean by that? Well, you have to read the manga to find out. Drugstore in Another World, The Slow Life of a Cheap Magician, Manga Volume 6. While I hated the anime of this, and I am kind of have issues with it, it's kind of a more relaxed slice of life isekai that's a little weird, but it's one which maybe you want to check out. Dungeon Toilet, Volume 3. I have not read this manga. I perused it once, and it looks kind of horrifying and engaging. I don't know. It's one of those ones where I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be worth reading or not. I'm not sure, but you might want to check it out. If you've read this, let me know what you think, if it's worth getting or not. Fly Me to the Moon, Volume 15. This series has been more and more engaging as you've read it. We reviewed this a little bit earlier, and I this is another shoujo that I've enjoyed, where it's between a married couple and everything going on with that. So, anyway, I digress. Glepnir number 12 was released this week. Helk, Volume 1. Yes, Helk, Volume 1. Uh, what do I know about this? Not much. Next we have Hunting in Another World with My Elf Wife, Volume 2. Yes, this one, well, don't know what the series is about, but we'll find out. Kaiju number 8, Volume 5. Malevolent Spirits, Monogatari, Volume 1 is being released this week. Manga Diary of a Male Porn Star, Volume 3. Mao, Volume 9. Mashal, Magic and Muscle, Volume 10. My Happy Marriage, the Manga, Volume 2. Number 6, the Manga Omnibus, Volumes 1 through 3. And this is the first Omnibus which is being released, so it's the first three Tonkabons put together. Pokemon Adventure XY, Volume 4. Skip Beat, the 3-in-1 edition, Volume 15. Then you have The Evil Secret Society of Cats, Volume 2. Ghost in the Shell, fully compiled, complete. Elite Hardware Collection has been released. You have The Haunted Bookstore, Gateway to a Parallel Universe, The Light Novel, Volume 5. The Night Blooms Behind Castle Walls, Volume 1 of the manga. The Saints Magic Powers Omnipotent, Volume 7. Seven Deadly Sins, Manga Box Set 3. The Witches of Adamus, Volume 4. Thousand Autumns, Kwai Kwan, Volume 1. Vinland Saga, Volume 13, which we reviewed last week. When Will Ayumi Make His Move, Volume 9. Yokai Watch, Volume 20, and last and certainly not least, we have You Like Me, Not My Daughter, the manga Volume 2. So which of these are you most excited about? Let me know in the show notes, or you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com. Let me know what your thoughts and your concerns are. And before we go any further, I would like to thank each and every one of you who's listening for checking out this podcast. Every email, every comment, every subscriber I get gives me more reason to want to keep doing this podcast. I've been doing this since 2008, and I love doing this. I love reviewing manga. I love talking about it. And I tell you what, I'm going to keep reviewing manga until I'm an old man who has thick glasses and having to read mangas in very large print or with a magnifying glass. Thank you so much. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Every subscriber I see, just like I said, gives me more motivation to keep going. Remember to join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin. And before we go any further, one last thing. If you want to do something kind of cool, go to our Apple Podcast site on iTunes and leave us a comment. Let us know your thoughts and a rating. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, what we want me to change with this podcast and what you enjoy. And I will let you fix it and make it even better. And for that reason, let's actually get to the part that most of you have been waiting for and the most popular part arguably of this podcast. And what are we talking about? 
we're talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's in that slot is the one I'm going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review. And I've been doing this since episode 6, no, episode 3 of the podcast. We've had the Wheel of Manga, even though this one was made by a fan. And i got to say, it looks epic, and they did a great job with this. So with that in mind, let's actually spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? And speaking of which, if you'd like to give us a list of manga you want us to review, email me, zanspyrokin.com, or comment below and let me know your thoughts on it. And we got number one, Ambition of Odo Nobuna. I'm surprised that one actually came up, but hey, it's the wheel. We got to follow it. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing the manga Ambition of Odo Nobuna. How's it going to go? Well, going to have to wait and find out. Thank you all so much for listening and checking out the podcast. So with that in mind, and as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonzo. I'll catch you guys next time. Keep reading.